Hey everyone, God bless you. Thank you again so much for tuning in here to Hope Ministries. I am your podcast host, Kenny. It is a pleasure to be back on here uh, recording yet another new episode. Um, Before I get into any of that, I hope everyone's having a strong day so far. I know it's, it's the beginning of the week, so... You know, we're trying to get back focused on our work, our, our school, whatever it may be. But whatever you do, just do it for the name of Jesus. Keep on strengthening your brothers and sisters, encouraging them with your active testimony. And, uh, you know, let, let's, let's just get into the topic today, which is uh, it's going to be an interesting topic. Um, the topic today of, of my podcast episode is going to be Avicii. Um, interesting to hear that name on a Christian uh, podcast. But, um, you know, uh, recently, uh, Avicii, who was a 28-year-old Swedish DJ, uh, passed away on April 20th. And uh, I want to get into this because um, back before I, I, I had my, um, my rebirth uh, in Christ, I, um, I avidly went to, to, to a lot of these things, these fest- not, not really much festivals, but um, bars, clubs, where DJs were at. And I always wanted to become a DJ. I even got to the point where I was going to buy equipment. I, I made a few mixes, actually, for some friends, even for myself, some workout mixes, some party mixes. I made a four-hour party bus mix one time. And uh, this was the time around where Avicii be- became uh, prolific, when he started to blossom, when he really started to see his career uh, blow up, and even EDM in itself just kind of blow up. And I can consider him, uh, like many would agree, that he is one of the pioneers of EDM music. Um, and I think that it, it's, uh, it's a shame to hear at such a young age uh, that, that he had to pass away, but there is a major story happening behind all this. And... My my, def, my 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 title would be you know what was his final message what was Avicii's final message behind everything and just before I get into actual story I want to send my prayers my condolences um, it's very painful to hear at such a young age that he passed away so to his family to his loved ones um, may God give you a peace that surpasses all understanding may he be with you in this tough time and uh, understand the trust in him I know that these kind of deaths are aren't easy to cope with but. You know, we have God and uh, we believe in him and uh, he strengthened us through through all trials. So I want to give a little quick little background about him in case you don't know him um, as far as his personal life. But uh, as of right now, the cause of death is unknown. Um, a lot of people don't really know uh, why exactly he died, but that he had many, many health issues that he was fighting um, for a while. And just to give, a, again, a, a more of a background, his DJ name was Avicii, but his real name was Tim Bergling. He was born in Stockholm, Sweden. Sweden. Uh, he is best known for his songs, Levels, um, Hey Brother, Wake Me Up, uh, The Days, Waiting for Love, count, and, and just countless mashups, festivals, and concerts. He was a guy that I, I think... Um, he did, an, he did an awesome job mashing up a lot of songs. And I love that because I, it, I like when DJs make their own song because they're great. Obviously, they do a good job. But I, I was more into mashups in, in those times. And he did a phenomenal job at that. So that was pretty cool to listen to him do that. But um, I guess there's, there's, there's some things that maybe my listeners don't know about him. Maybe you heard his music. Maybe you heard his name because it's so well, globally renowned. But there's so many things that you probably haven't heard about him that I kind of want to bring to light for a reason or purpose. And I want to start off here. In 2012, he was hospitalized with acute pancreatitis due to excessive drinking. And in 2013, 
the re- the condition resurfaced. All this was happening during a busy and work a busy and heavy work schedule, but he maintained somehow he maintained this fast pace. Now, I don't know if you guys are, are, are really look into the, the these people's lifestyles, these DJs. Yeah, maybe you think they just press a button, they make millions, and they go home. But not only the flying, but it's the drinking, it's the status quo, it's being on cameras, it's being uh, in the in the party atmosphere almost 24-7. And um, he developed the acute pancreatitis, again, like I said, due, due to excessive drinking. Now, not only that, uh, later on in 2014, he took a break from music after surgeries to remove his appendix and his gallbladder. And, you know, t- to me, like, that's that's pretty heavy. I mean, you know, his appendix ruptured, and they already had advised him to remove his gallbladder because his pancreas was really suffering a lot of injury. Now, I want to give you guys a little background info. Did you guys know that it takes about five to ten years of excessive drinking to bring that kind of damage to your pancreas? So you can imagine as a DJ, I mean, you don't just go to a festival, play music, and you're out. You go there to, to you know, to to associate, to mingle, to socialize, to, to, you know, say hi to people, to take pictures, autographs, and then you go probably to a special room. You go to a VIP table or a VIP back room, and you enjoy your time there. You, you maybe have some, uh, I'm not saying this to sound derogatory or to sound, you know, like uh, I'm condemning anyone, but listen, you go there, you pop some pills, probably smoke some weed, you drink, and, you know, you just have you celebrate you have a good time that that was a lifestyle these people and i mean think about that that was almost every maybe let's just call it four times a week minimum you know and i can imagine how that gets up to you but um there's something pretty interesting too because he was supposed to take a break uh for a month uh, a lot of a lot of um his advisors and even doctors had told him listen take a break from a month and you can kind of you know just you know resurface as as a little more healthier in your lifestyle and what you're eating what you're drinking all these things and he agreed but um then he got back into it he was he was saying that even though he was on a break quote unquote uh, an article said that he was working 12 hours to 14 hours a day in the studio that's not really taking a break a break is vice versa you're resting for 12 hours and you're working for the remainder and then as he stated in an article he said that it was just so hard to stay away from the industry guys this industry if you look on social media if you look uh, everywhere on tabloids and on and, and radio it's fun. It's, it's just imagine every single day getting paid to party, drink, and have fun and play music. I mean, those things sound great, right? But in 2016, uh, he ended up retiring from live show touring, and he admitted to be a lot happier with a stress-free life. You know, so we're, we're looking at this this uh, this timeline from 2012 to 2016, where there was obvious um, health deficiencies. There were obviously obvious health issues, and he was admitting to these things. Now, him being a, pi- a pioneer uh, to all this EDM music doesn't necessarily correlate that he loved the limelight and he loved to be uh, in the glamour, you know? He actually ended up releasing a documentary called Avicii, uh, True Stories, that it, it revealed the struggle behind it all and that life can look exciting on Instagram, on social media, but you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. And I think that was something that he was starting to get to. And if you read some articles, if you type his name on Google right now, um, he emphasized a lot that he there was two major things happening in his life. He loved, loved, loved music, but he didn't really love the fame and the glamour that came with it. You know, if you look at him, he was a young boy, a young man when he started, and he looked like he aged 10 years in like two years, you know? And all this stuff was getting to him, and he knew it was hurting him. And could you imagine just that in that one area between the gallbladder appendix and the pancreas, it was all being affected. And this was actually opening the door to potential pancreatic cancer. So 
you know, all this is happening. And why am I mentioning it? Why, why, why am I bringing up his history? Am I, am I, you know, am I looking into him? Am I just, you know, um, deciding to right now just release his life to the public and, and whatever. But I want to shine light on a certain thing. This is why I'm talking about this. Because, again, like I said, he admitted that he loved music and being in it. And that being in a studio where he could just kind of allow his creativity to flow. But not so much the festival scenes. Now, to so all my listeners out there. Um, I heard a lot of people gonna say, oh, we're going to have a tribute for Avicii. We're going to play his songs. And even like a, a church in, in, in Stockholm played his songs on the church bells, you know. Uh, I've heard DJs say, we're going to you know, put up a, a, a video tribute. People say, I want to listen to his music. And to be honest with you, if that is the case, what you're doing, you're missing the message. And the message is very clear. Avicii had mentioned a lot that this life wasn't easy. That all this glamour was a lie. That everything he was doing on tours was was again it was it was fun. Don't get me wrong, he admitted to be it being fun, but it took a toll not only on his career but his life. And today, maybe the, we don't understand fully what the cause of death was, but I can guarantee you that it stemmed from these health issues that took place from 2012-2016, and it got so severe that he actually ended up just retiring from it all, leaving it all, and, and, and saying, you know what, my life isn't for this and I wanna leave, and all I wanna do really is just make music but not have to do the other things. But he said something, again, uh, when he, I, he said earlier in, in this podcast, he said something I'm quoting him saying, he said, it's hard for me to get out of this industry. And for everyone listening right now, um, I get it. You, you love going to festivals and concerts. You love, you know, um, yeah, whatever it is. I mean, I'm sure Molly is probably not the, the main thing now, but either popping pills or drinking and, and, and smoking and having a good time listening to loud music. But that cannot possibly be life. You know, if you have a creative art in your in your in your hands, do you think adding these 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 deadly and these deadly viol- uh, substances to your body is supposed to help you out? Um, if you listen to his true message, what he's saying is that I loved, loved the essence of music, but I couldn't get involved in this anymore. I didn't want to do these things anymore. And he was in a complete spiritual tug of war. This guy was getting tossed, tossed back and forth because of what he really wanted. But also he realized to get what I want, I have to take the other things with it. This guy got to the point... Amici got to the point where he basically said, you know what, um, even though I don't like this stuff, I'm going to sacrifice it because I love music so much. And for you guys out there who, who are passionate about music, maybe you want to DJ, maybe you want to become a producer, maybe you want to sing, maybe you want to just play an instrument. Um, in any industry, you know, there's always going to be those things that come with it, those things that the public eye want to see, those things that uh, society is demanding of you. But the fact of the matter is you can never surrender your dignity. And this is where I want to get into it uh, and, and bring it into the gospel. This man um, had such a major dream and he was living it out loud. He was living it in public, living it in private. But the fact of the matter is his spirit was troubled. And today, guys, you have, you have to understand, you need Jesus more than you think. Everyone thinks Jesus is some kind of remedy for a certain season or that you go to church and you receive of him and you go back to your lifestyle. But what he needed was to be set free from the desires and the cravings he had to go out there and be in the atmospheres. Not so much to enjoy them, but to just surrender to them. And I think if you really listen to what his message, his final message to everybody else is, is this is not what you guys think it is. You know, again, you're listening to somebody who loved these things. I love going to these things. I went to Vegas and saw almost all these guys live. To be honest with you, I don't even remember, but I might have even seen Avicii live. And listening to his music, it brings you back to like those, those, those days, those, I guess, quote-unquote glory days, which really weren't glory at all. But I want to help amplify this message that he's leaving behind. 
Um, again, I feel very sorry for his family. I feel very sorry for everyone who's uh, in contact with him and knows him very well. But leaving a tribute and playing a song isn't what his final message was. If you watch that, that documentary about true stories, he was unveiling and revealing the darkest moments about working in this industry, about what it truly means to drink and party every single day, that your health is going to be at risk, that your spirit is being contaminated, that your body physically is deteriorating. And if this is the message he wants to leave behind, that's why I want to go out there and make sure everybody hears it. Because I do believe that's what he wanted to leave behind. I don't think, I think everyone can agree that music will always be music. But his biggest thing was to show that, listen, even though I was having fun, I was smiling, I was battling inner demons. I was battling inner struggles. I didn't know what to do with my life. And he was younger. He wasn't like 50 years old. This guy passed away at 28. So the major part of his career was around 20 to 25 years old, 20, 27 years old. And he was thriving. He was moving. He was making... This guy was one of the highest paid DJs in the world. But what happened? This is the truth behind everything, guys. These health issues were, ha were happening. But he had to submit to the industry. He had to submit to the status quo. He didn't want to live his own life. Though he wants to live his own life, but he couldn't live his own life. So today, I, 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 I hope that when you hear this podcast... You understand where I'm coming from. This is no mean to bash anyone. It's in no mean to come after anyone. But there is a truth behind this party lifestyle. Eventually, maybe right now you're young. Maybe you're 20 years old. You're 18 years old. And you can drink down beers. And you can do everything. And you can have fun. You can smoke all the weed you want. And pop all the pills in different orders. And wake up with hangovers. But eventually, the lifestyle is going to come back to us. Eventually, what we put in our body is going to come back to us. And we see a lot of people pass away at young ages. But the fact of the matter is, you know, what were they doing? What, what were we doing in our life? I mean, I can't imagine what he passed away from um, as far as the actual cause of death. But it has to do with his lifestyle. And you can tell he was exhausted. He was tired. Even look at the pictures of some of him on, on, on Google. I mean, his eyes were being sucked in. You know, everything was just kind of looking. His face was, is just, was looking tired, you know. And as much as you guys want to get all the money and to get all the fame and to, and to be liked and well-liked, your lifestyles are to change. So are you really prepared to go out there and live for somebody else? Because a lot of these celebrities right now, believe it or not, are not living for themselves. Think about it. They can't go outside their house without getting a photo taken of them. They can't go out just for an average thing without somebody asking for, for a signature or an autograph or, or just for something, a video. Because even nowadays in age, people want Snapchats and Instagram videos and all these things. Like, could you imagine that eventually? After, imagine that for two months. Now imagine that for this kid who started at the age of 16 and he passed away at 28. So for 12 years, you know, going through his left and right. And again, he was, he was, he, they, they, they said that he was a very sweet young, young man, that he was, he was well-liked, he was cool, but it has nothing to do when it comes down to the inner person, you know, when, when it comes down to the reality of your life. So if you're going to get any message from this, from this whole thing, I want it to be that it's to shine light on darkness, that the truth, there is a truth behind this industry and many industries. And the enemy is hiding behind these things, guys. You guys might think that it was just a freak accident and maybe you should have calmed down with drinking. No, he was going after his cravings because the enemy had built this inside of any, all of us who go after him. And sin is behind it. The word says that sin in its, in its full grown state, in its full maturity is death and it leads to death. And today, I want you guys to, to understand that even though it feels good in the moment, eventually you're going to pay for the, all those things. And not, that's not a threat. That's not me coming at you in any single way. It's me trying to tell you and warn you and advise you that whatever happened to him, I can guarantee you this is happening to many more DJs. And I think a lot of DJs are going to wake up in this moment and say, you know what, maybe, you know, he's right. Maybe we have to slow this down. 
But again, the world is so fast paced that it's demanding so many things from us. So take this time now to take, take a step back. Don't do it for anybody else. Don't, don't go out try to make money for somebody. Try to live a, a, a good lifestyle, a health lifestyle, a lifestyle that is that surrendered to God, glorifying Him in words and deeds. And you'll see that this will add years to your life. And forget about only adding years, but it'll add health, peace, prosperity, love, joy. You think He was having all these joyful moments? When he had this pain of pancreatic pancreatitis, when he had yeah, acute pancreatitis, when he had his, his appendix and his gallbladder gold removed in the middle of touring, you think that was easy for him? It wasn't. But the fact of the matter is, his message has been left behind and it's loud and clear today that there are things behind these industries that are true and real and he wants you to know. So um, again, shout out to the whole, the whole, his whole family, the Bergling family. Shout out to... Um, Again, Avicii, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear about this passing away. You were a young man. Uh, at one point in my life, I was, you know, listening to all your music. But um, I just hope that whoever else uh, is around this situation can understand that it's not only about the music anymore, but it's about a soul that was lost. It was about a body that went to, that, that went uh, into the grave. So um, I thank you guys for listening. I know it's a little long, but I hope it edifies you. I hope it helps you out. And I love you guys and have a great and blessed day.